I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. What are you doing here? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and we're here to discuss those internet stories most creepy and most pasta. And be critically silly doing it. Tonight we have We Don't Talk About Sarah. We don't talk about Sarah, guys. <laughs> um, but it's not advisable. So this one was sent to us uh, suggestion-wise from a fan. Um, and... It's a short pasta, to say the least. It's about a page and a half. Um, it's written by Bell Haas, um, or sorry, not Bell Haas, Bell Moss, and is on creepypasta.wiki. Is his first name Simon? Is he no, Simon Bell Haas? No, no. Is he a distant relative of Simon Belmont? No. Oh, that's unfortunate. And there's our, our gaming <laughs> joke of the there day. There we go, I can leave now. <laughs> um, and it's on uh, creepypasta.wiki, uh, however, it originated on Red No Sleep. Um, and has since been archived. Uh, you can also check out uh, Creep Pasta, or Creeps McPasta's reading of it on YouTube, as well as many other readings. Um, and yeah, we'll kind of dive into this one. Uh, so it's th- this girl wants a wants a uh, wants a baby sister, and her parents. Well, it's like, hmm, but it's never stated that it's a girl. It's left to assumption yeah, that it's because it's I like kind of, yeah, that's true. I, I well, whatever. For my from from my view of it, I, I figured of, it's a girl because she's like, I'm gonna split my toys up. These are hers and these are mine. Why yeah. would a girl or why would a boy split up his toys for his kid sister? It's like here's some Power Rangers, and the kid sister's like, no. Although maybe, <laughs> although maybe that's why the kid wasn't really interested in them, and totally not for the other reason than the story. <laughs> anyway. Um, Either way, it isn't stated the gender or age of the person right. who's selling this. Yeah. Or the name of the protagonist. Let's get yeah, that yeah. out of the way. Okay, yeah, so <laughs> right off the bat. Um, yeah, so the character, uh, so this, our narrator, um, I guess, is recalling the events around why they don't talk about Sarah anymore. Her name is Older Sister. Yeah, Older Sister, Older Sibling. Um, mm-hmm. wants, a ch- wants, a, wants a sister, uh, but her parents like say that's not how that works. Like, And then one day, though, uh, they come home with Sarah. And um, it's the happiest day of this kid's life, and so they uh, she she cries a lot initially, um, so much so sometimes that uh, the dad has to take her down to the basement because it's soundproofed and they don't want to wake the neighbors and stuff. Um, and they stayed she she stayed in uh, the parents' bed and like they locked the door so that she uh, that our narrator couldn't go in and join them because she really wanted to be part of the family or like wanted to kind of like be with her sister. And eventually, though, after a couple of, after a month or so, um, she was put into the the crib um, in the room with the uh, the narrator, and so she just like want to watch her and like try and like play with her a little bit with um, like giving her toys and so that. Also, she like labeled the toys that were hers and the toys that were um, the sisters. Although the the uh, the Sarah never really liked the toy or never really had interest in the toys, um, and would actually just bang on the windows when they walked over there, and like she just kind of draw with these special crayons they had. I think the narrator was drawing. Yeah, yeah. And no, yeah. She Sarah was just kind of hitting shit. Yeah, exactly. She was just, yeah. like, not really... She wouldn't really do much while they were in the She was being a baby. Yeah, she was just being a baby. Um, and eventually there's, like, a, a, a sad times happen where... Uh, oh, yeah, and then uh, then school started up, but Sarah wasn't allowed there because... She's a baby. Yeah, she's a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And uh, so, but she'd, uh, the narrator would come home with like drawings and stuff of like that, and give it to the dad, and the dad would take it to his office and stuff. And it was all like happy dory, hunky dory stuff. And then one day, he, she came home, and her mom was uh, was sad and uh, smoking a cigarette, and smoking mm-hmm. a cigarette. And Sarah was nowhere to be found. And then when she asked, uh, the mom started crying because Sarah had gone away somewhere. And somewhere that they couldn't uh, they couldn't follow, and so they all started kind of got really sad and crying. And then after that, um, everything that Sarah, every like trace of Sarah in the house got basically taken away. Mm-hmm. Um, like all so the much labels more, got ripped yeah, off. Yeah, all the ri- labels like, got ripped off of the toys and uh, the ones that she'd find would make her sad. And, uh, but she and if her dad found them. Um, the, she he'd get really mad. Yeah, like and, she was hiding the labels, trying. But to, just like kind of like not even like just just by ac- by accident, really, just kind of collecting them. And, it sounded like it was kind of purposeful. But anyways, I mean, well, that's what it said in the story, like like unconsciously collecting them. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, the dad would find uh, would find them this collection and get like angry, mm-hmm. and um, she got mad at her dad for being for like taking Sarah away or like not wanting to talk about Sarah and. The mom was like, "Oh no, it's for the best," and so that. So anyway, a couple, a little bit while goes by, I guess. Uh, some time passes, and they're uh, shopping in Thorntown, um, like I guess a neighboring town or something. Uh, and they go to the post office, and that's where she sees Sarah again, and uh, she's on a poster on the wall. And except they've got the name wrong; it's Shannon. And so she starts talking to her mom about it, and the mom gets kind of, like, flustered and, like, apologizes to the post office person, and then yanks her outside, basically, and, like, trying to stop her from talking about Sarah. By slapping her. Eventually, yeah, slaps her. Mm -hmm. And uh, says that, like, she's going to be in real big trouble uh, when Dad finds out. And even though she apologized, she still uh, went up, she got sent to her room without dinner or anything like that um, for the rest of the night. And that night, while she was sleeping, or while she was uh, in her bed... She heard her, her parents talking, getting louder. Eventually, um, uh, somebody was like running, like rummaging through the drawers in the kitchen and like stomping up the uh, stairs to uh, her room. And the mom, she heard her mom down from downstairs, "Don't you dare!" Um, and then I guess the father stopped just short of her room before going back downstairs. Um, and um, then it ends. That's basically where it ends. It's just kind of like that's the last time I uh, thought of. That was the last time I. Really thought of, or uh, thought of uh, Sarah. Um, Were there notes in the end about the father rummaging around in the kitchen? Yeah, there, well, there were there were sounds of like drawers and stuff being opened and stuff like that. I don't recall that part. Uh, <clears throat> somebody started banging open the kitchen drawers, and okay. then Daddy's feet stomped up the stairs. Okay, is there a briefly? Oh, that's mentioned? a run-on sentence. Oh no! Oh no! Because it has uh, and and but and oh man! Yeah, or another and man. Whoa. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my notes for this one, um, yeah, because that's how it ends. Basically, is that that's it. Um, my, my notes on this one are double or have halved because there's the notes that I took while I was reading the story, and then there are the notes I took after rereading it, after reading the comments, and realizing something about the story. So I'll go into my notes uh, where when I before I read the the comments. So after only about a page and a half. Uh, so after only a page and a half of the story, um, and then um, also the, to use the end quote, uh, we never went back to the post office, and I never saw Sarah again. This is the first time I've talked about Sarah since that day. So my first reaction was, what? That's the end? Yeah. Admittedly, I do like where it was going as a creepy mystery, but damn, this potential, the, the, it, it, this had potential to go farther and, like, into an invest, to, like, for this person to, like, 
write more about like about trying to figure out like piece together her past mm-hmm. like about these past events and stuff of like that and what happened to Sarah but then it, but it just ends like it's it literally is only a page and a half yeah of a starter like a seed for a cooler for a much like longer and like possibly creepier mystery story that's going on here yeah like I was reading this on my phone I got to that part I'm like Okay, maybe it's after the ads that are at the bottom of it. No, it, it just ends. Okay. Yeah. Well, then. So, um, this is definitely one of those... Uh, again, it's m- definitely a more realistic tragedy-based creepypasta. Um, unfortunately, I need a little bit more content to fully appreciate the mystery building here. Uh, flush it out like into a full investigation as the older sister, or I guess brother, it could also be... Uh, character tries to piece together um, the fate of Sarah. Why is this? Ca- why is this the first time they're uh, they're thinking of Sarah since that day? How long has it been? I suppose it could work at the length it's currently at for a quick like chill because it is certainly the ending like does have a like a kind of a creepy connotations to it. Um, I didn't feel anything to me. Well, I mean you're dead inside, but <laughs> this <laughs> no. is true. But still. But Some no, of like, these I read, I at least feel something. I don't know, like, I, I read this one, and I did get kind of a chill at the end, but I wasn't sure why, and then I think the comments, like, kind of gave me the, the final push for the what happens. But anyway, um, uh, it, as many short pastas tend to do, like, they do tend to, like, give you, like, kind of a quick chill, or, like, a quick, like, zinger kind of thing, or, like, kind of a creepy uh, atmosphere um, at the end, and then... The uh, and then it's over, and then you just basically move on because it's only like two minute read. Yeah. Um, which I think this one actually clocks in about like like most of the readings I saw online, um, like clocked in about like four or six minutes. I did. Hmm. Um, but if you took it at over, if you, if you if you look it over and like think on it, like we're doing here, I, I want more in this of the story, like that it's really providing for me. Like I want there to be more of an investigation. Like I, it's I know not it's not necessary. Well, well, I don't know. Like it is kind. Of, I feel like it could be. I necessary. can tell you right I, now. The father killed Sarah. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> investigation over. He probably grabbed a knife but why? and did that. Like we don't get any motive. We don't really know the motivation. Like I would like to. I mean, uh, again, again, I, I understand where you're going. Like it's like yeah, it's, again, it's good for a like quick like creepy like oh the father killed the the, uh, the daughter kind of thing and we're done. But. There, it has the potential to be more longer, or to be like a, mo- a little bit more involved. Yes and no. No. Okay. Uh, the reason why I say that is because of the fact that you have to realize what the author was going for, mm-hmm. and when you put yourself in the shoes of, say, a five-year-old, yeah, who doesn't know much about the ways of the world, okay, yeah, this actually this, this works out well because you. you the kid's not going to know what the adults are talking about. Yeah. But we could have more scenes mm-hmm. with the adults talking and doing stuff that he just doesn't understand. Yeah. But well, yeah, I, I understand. Like, I actually do get into that in my post-comment notes. Um, because I then realized what the fuck was going on in the story. Um, so, yeah. And there, there's definitely, like, hints throughout it that should have cued me out in more than what it was. Because mm-hmm. I definitely knew there was an inkling of something was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. there were, like, passages that came, came up, like, Dad taking the kid down to the basement. I was like, yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, or, like... It was soundproof. Soundproof and some of that. Yeah. Or, like, they don't actually call it a crib. They call it a caged bed. 
Well, um, bars around, around bars the bed. around the bed and so that. So I mean, you. It's also a kid saying this. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. a kid wouldn't necessarily know the words for all of this. And yeah. Then, no, exactly. But I'm I'm just saying like. Um, and banging on the glass. Yeah, banging on the glass and the, oh, like not having much interest in, in the toys and stuff like that. And but that um, also could all just, just be... kind of appearing out of nowhere, like after her parents said, like, "Oh no, like, like there's no." Again, mind you, it is through the eyes of a child, so it uses that actually really well. The um, like through the mind of a child, like not knowing what's going on, like around yeah. them entirely, cause, to hide what's actually going on, yeah. and then. Do you, should I go into my 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 uh, notes? Post Keep going. Yeah. Well, the, where do you want to go? Well, Should we talk and then you'll be like, bam, well, this, and then now you guys, what you said doesn't matter. Just you want to drop the bomb on us. Okay. Okay. One more thing, like that would have been better as at the beginning, if they'd had something along the lines of the mother being pregnant and that conversation. While you're going to have a brother or sister, it's like, oh well, I want a sister. Yeah, like, but that's and that's but, the I concept. That, like, the because thing, the though. kid needs a concept of brother, sister, whatever. <laughs> In order to make that, oh, I want this, and then... <laughs> but see, the thing is, like, that's not really, like, uh, I think what actually happened, because, again, post-comment stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah. I, I think, like, the way, cause, because that's not mentioned is actually another hint to what's actually going on. And yeah. I think is honestly what's probably what the writer had in mind. Again, like, so keep in mind, like, the comments, the notes I just ha- I just laid out were basically my notes in real time, and me being an idiot and not catching the full twist at the end. Which yeah. uh, a lot of the commenters had basically like, I don't know. And again, I'm not sure if those are on the nose, but it seemed they had pretty strong arguments to like certain evidence to suggest that like what was actually going on in the story. Um, so yeah, cue the uh, after after I'm done being Peter from Family Guy, uh, who was acting as Han Solo, shooting the floor of the space worm is like, wait a second, bam, <laughs> rumbles, something's not right, bam. <laughs> Something's amiss. <laughs> like, after I was done playing that character, apparently, um, I then read the comments and realized what was actually possibly, or what was probably going on in the story, in that, um, so it's really, uh, so it's, the story is told by basically a five-year-old or a young child, mm-hmm. as their parents apparently kidnapped or murdered a child to be her sister or something like that, um... And really, we're actually dealing with a missing persons thing from the point of view of the person that stole the uh, the fa- from the family that stole the child. Oh. <laughs> so I'm not alone. I wasn't alone then, and uh, not realizing that, that was going on. And again, oh. that, <laughs> and again, that's that, that's that's what the comments basically like for the on the Reddit No Sleep uh, uh, version of the, of the story. It was very obvious to a lot of people on that, uh, basically, yeah. that it was hinting that the child, the, the Sarah, was actually Shannon, who had been yeah. stolen um, by the parents, so that they could have another child. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it, and it's this creepy real world, like, somebody has been t- has taken a child and, like, is, like, wants them to be, forced them to be part of their family. Mm-hmm. And then sometime... Like the bad, the real bad time day, um, Sarah either escaped or got was murdered by the father, um, and also it kind of adds a little bit more. Like, and you see the hints after you realize like that is le- the likelihood. There's a lot of hints in the story when you reread it. It's like oh, wow, that explore. Well, the the the, the basement with the soundproof basement was kind of a was kind of a, a giveaway. Why not? The, he could just be a YouTuber. No. How do you know? 
technically we're in a basement right now. And this is soundproofed. Are you a murderer? No, but Are I, you don't sure? a, I don't have a child that I'm, I'm harboring either. So Currently, you had one last week. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. Anyway, so, um, yeah, like, that's, yeah, and they, they, it goes on, like, with, um, again, like, the banging the on the window, like, ask for help. Yeah. I did think that was kind of odd, and then, like, there was definitely the, um, like, the one thing is, like, the labels on all the toys, I get, yeah. I've actually, I, th- I think I remember actually seeing something like that, or, like, some kind of behavior like that on, like, an N- uh, CIA, uh, CIA, well, not CIA, on NCIS, or, like, one of those, like, criminal shows yeah. where, like, they, they are dealing with, like, a family, or the house that has basically been abducting children and, like, trying to form their own family. How does the labels have anything to do with that? It, it's actually a psychological thing. Like, it's like, oh, well, you have the, these are your toys. These are your toys. Part of the programming to try and, like, uh, to, like, indoctrinate them into their family. As so you're saying, even narrator person is probably stolen? Possibly. That was actually one of the theories that people had. I don't... Uh, it could go, For me, it could go either way, that, like, either she is a previously indoctrinated... Like, she's an indoctrinated, like, child of this creepy uh, couple, or that she is just their kid. Uh, I'm gonna go with they're just the kid. Yeah. Because of the fact that they go to school. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm inclined to go with that one as well, <laughs> because of that. Um... The, uh, another part of this revelation, uh, another part of this, uh, or one of the comments uh, for the theories is that this, that Sarah was actually a dog. Um, and that again, we're hearing, we're, we're, we're it's all through the child, uh, the child's mind. Again, it's a, um, like some, one commenter did actually have a, uh, like a compe- semi-compelling argument regarding it. Like the, the caged, um, or the barred bed was actually a kennel. Um, the crying all the time was actually just the yelping and like the barking and stuff like that. Um... It isn't unusual for dog owners to have their uh, have the dog in their bed, um, but although I don't know why they'd lock the door for that and stuff like that. Um, so the dog would like, get up, and yeah, or like, and like the banging the on the windows could be just it trying to like get out. Um, but I don't really like, want to have that because or I don't know if I want to think too much on that one because first off, I mean, it, it there are there are some holes in it. At yeah. sa- and at the same time, also, I, I, I hate to say this, but I'd rather have it be a child than a dog, because dogs are sad. That's just even sadder to me. That's just the way humanity is. We'd rather see our fellow man die than a hopeless animal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that says a lot about the human race. Um, well, I understand it, at least. It's because, like, a dog is just, like, it doesn't deserve it. Yeah. Where exactly. a person could be a bad person. But, I mean, and the child, at the same time, though, the child does not deserve this either. No, not at all. No. But it's like, okay, child murder's never good. No, no, that's true. But, like... I think we can all agree... Yes, child murder is bad. It turns you into a Sith. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. Um, also, the other two things I have, right before I go to my last thing, uh, so... Shannon, um, there. I actually did look up because uh, because there were some name drops of like places in this one, like the uh, Sugar Sugar Creek uh, Elementary School and uh, Thorntown. Okay. I looked up Thorntown and found yeah. Thorntown, Indiana, which is actually right next to Sugar Creek. Hmm. Okay. So and then I looked up missing children in Thorntown and found Shannon <laughs> Cheryl, uh... and who was a who went missing in 1986. In Thorntown, Indiana. So I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> well, that could just be a coincidence. Maybe. The writer could have just picked wow. a random name, and yeah. there just happened to be someone that was missing. Uh, yeah, I mean, over the entire span of that town's life. 
That there's just happened to be a Shannon. There could be a Dave or that was missing in that town. It might just point. be influence. Like, yeah, they decided I, I, to write the story about based the, on that. Yeah. I don't know, maybe. Yeah, so, okay. I did think that was an interesting thing, because like, I looked it up. Um, and again, like, it's part of the like the nature of, like, when you're reading Creepypasta and they name drop something, you want to look, see if that's an actual place. But yeah, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was an interesting... Uh, Inkling, and again, like it, it could be nothing, but I just thought that like the oh, the one miss like when I looked when I googled missing chi- children in Thorntown, Indiana, I got sh- a Shannon, and I was like, oh, all right. Um, so yeah, it could be inspiration, it could not be. Only really the authors would know, and yeah. if they would like to talk, like send us a message for confirmation by all means, because um, I think that would be cool to find out if that was the case or not, and if we are wrong, whatever. Um, it's usually the case. So yeah, the revelation of the story does legit for me I don't know like when I when I realized what was going on it did also add an, an extra level of chill or creep to the story um although I still feel uh like even after like reading like the, the even after reading the uh the comments and getting that and rereading the story and kind of getting a little bit more fulfillment with the creepiness of the twist that is at the end of the story I feel like it would all still be complemented by an expansion of the narrator's investigation but the story's le- current length is still actually kind of works now that you know that there's a twist to it. Mm-hmm. I just wish I was smart enough to realize that prior to uh, the <laughs> to end. My notes. Yeah, <laughs> right to the end. And so, did you notice that all, Mikey, or no? Uh, I figured something was up at the post office. Yeah, but did you know it would be like the whole stolen child thing? Um. Well, I thought about it. But then I'm just like, that's a stupid. <laughs> that's a stupid. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good explanation. The first thing I thought of is like, just the kid saw another kid that looked like that kid. Yeah. So yeah. then the mother's like, no, because she's trying yeah. to hide that the father murdered the other. Yeah, kid. Yeah, no, that, that's that's what I came yeah. to originally. Yeah, and then, um, but like uh, the more like I, I read the comments, and so I think that I honestly, uh, if the story doesn't get any, like, regardless of like my think, feelings about the story getting an expansion, the story actually does kind of um, I think is complemented by the comments or by the speculation of its of its readers underneath. Like, I'll agree like, with that yeah. because coming in here, I was like, what am I going to say about this? Yeah, because nothing you're... happens. <laughs> and then, then you, you drop the mic on me. I'm like, oh, now it well, actually bam. makes sense. Yeah. But that's and, my and problem. That, and, that, and that was my, well, yeah. And like, that was my like thing. Like uh, apparently two out of three people are idiots on the show. Three out of three. He had an idea, <laughs> yeah, but he didn't roll yeah. with it. I think we all had an inkling that like the father was, was the suspect of some kind, of like, the murderer. Everyone knows that yeah. the father was the but, murderer. No. No? You, what, were you no. what did you think? My, my theory is that the protagonist is the murderer. Okay. Explain. Well, <laughs> when during the night, when the baby is in the crib, he gives the kid toys through the bars. Yeah. Small toys. Oh, choke, choking hazard, or... choke or bowel issue. Yeah. So you think that the child? Uh, now, did, was it? You think it's? Uh, it was uh, like purposeful or well or pre premeditated? What's the no. spacing on the bars, roughly? Um, it depends on like the cribs. Like, um, I think it's usually about like a couple of inches. So it would have to be kind of maybe small. like two or three yeah. inches at max. And if we are going with the cage one, that it's a it, has dog. Be, it has to be. It has to be. Um, they have to be uh, thin enough that the ki- uh, that a baby can't put their head through it. Yeah, yeah. 
And that would be too small of a toy. So I guess like about two inches based off of like... You're basing it on the back of that chair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also trying to recall my, uh, what my niece's uh, crib was, but I can't remember. Is so. there one upstairs? No. All right, we can get a tape measure. <laughs> <laughs> and validate this. But yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, so... It's like if you can go through the, the cage, be it a kennel or a crib, it's probably too small for the child. Yeah. Yeah. Child slash puppy. Although, or or a kennel for the, or like a cage, like a kennel cage or whatever for a for child. Kid. Actually, that that's because again, like the, we're hearing, reading this through but the eyes of a child. Bars. Yeah, they do say bars. So, but I mean, they could be, it could could be a kennel. Just saying, like, and it could be, a, it could still be a child, and it just adds that extra level of like creepy to like the family because. I mean, those but, uh, like those cases are fucked, those, those, some of those cases are fucked up. Yeah. Like legitimately, some of those cases, like if you look at the true crime versions of those, it's fucked up people. <laughs> of course, but anyway, um, yeah. So I'm it's, assuming it's an actual yeah, crib so, though, because yeah. it's ca- it's bars, not cage. Yeah. So but then again, it is also a child. So yeah, that Italy. that was my theory that I came up with after was that the, the was the, that the narrator is the that it's either a an actual baby for the family. Yeah. Or adopted, but there's no time mentioned. Just suddenly there's a kid. Yeah, and again, like, so. that, like time, <laughs> time also passes faster. Time also, I, don't, I think, um, I the way around. is also kind of like, it's intentionally left vague in this because yeah. it's in the eyes of a child. Yeah. Um, for the yeah. story. Yeah. So, with that in mind, they have this newborn baby. It dies because of complications of a toy. The dad is angry yeah. At the protagonist, which explains why he was in he a fit of rage at the end. Yeah. Because... He was bringing up... She was bringing up... Because the, every time the protagonist mentioned Sarah... They were reminded... They were just of reminded her. that she died and because all of that. Yeah. Because of her slash. It's kind of like a... Um, yeah, like unintentional like murder kind of thing. Like we're like, yeah, you you like sure, or it's it's kind of like the, the whole theory about like um uh like having a dog, having a pet dog, and having the dog bite you. Yeah, you you still have that dog, and you still have like a like a uh, like even though like you've had that dog for like ever, like for like several years, and like you've like loved that dog, it bit you. You're always going to be concerned that it's going to bite you again. Like that kind of thing, yeah. Um, or like a, an, an analogy similar to that. Like it's sort of thinking that the the child's gonna like it's, crawl it's up on like, them and like pour battery kinda, acid in their mouth while they're no, sleeping. Like it's kind of like dread or guilt about about um, like yeah, it was it was an accident the first time, but yeah. like it, it, accidents can happen twice or something like that, or like or you're never gonna forgive. Yeah, like there's there's always gonna be that like that. Um, that uh, guilt or that uh, blame at the, yeah. in the back of your mind, even though you like have that, even though you're tri- it's your child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could, I could I could buy that as well. I could see that as a uh, as another reason, as another like theory for what's going on in the story. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, because it explains why the the dad only rages at the end, and the rest of the story is just fine. Although yeah. no, he does like he. I mean, he doesn't go. He, he gets angry. Like there is hints that he gets angry over oh. the course of the story, but we never get like the full implications of that until the end. And it's stated that he doesn't destroy the drawings until after. Yeah, in fact, he like Sarah takes them and brings them to his office and stuff like that. Yeah, so, so it that's signs of a happy home. Yeah, although or or the delusions of a happy home if, if this is actually a kidnapping case. Because mm. <laughs> again, like uh, like yeah. 
and again, I'm basing my idea my my ideas of that off of like crime shows I've watched and like ones that are based off of true crimes. But like, because some of them like I've seen are are like really like they they have a facade of happiness, so they try to constantly keep up a facade of happiness until somebody says something the wrong the wrong thing, and then they go into a a, a rage like what happens at the end of this one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so that is that. <laughs> okay, is there anything else for you? Um. Yes. Okay. Yes, there is. Oh my. Right. Uh. The one of the first thoughts that came to me after reading this is that this could very well make it a pretty good sequel or prequel to Shannon O'Bannon. I mean, Sarah O'Bannon. <laughs> the uh, story. Yeah, I am really... aware of what that one is. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> So, for listeners who are in the dark, and for Gamer and Yellow, who's also in the dark... <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm being quiet. Um, what? Sarah or Shannon O'Bannon uh, was a short inter- a short creepypasta that we did for our uh, St. Patty's uh, episode, um, where a woman was put in the uh, was put in the grave um, and like left had a, like an air pipe yeah. and a, a bell to ring if she uh, was alive mm-hmm. and. At the end of that one, like the the guy, the one of the grave digger or whatever uh, came by and like heard like a voice like "Help me! I'm I've been trapped in here." It's like, it's like, "What's your name?" It's like, "I'm Sarah O'Bannon." It's like, "Well, I'm gonna let you stay in there because it's been three months and you <laughs> there's no way in hell you're Sarah O'Bannon." <laughs> or was okay. it Shannon O'Bannon? It was Sarah. Because there was like, I was the one that right, yeah, you're the one. <laughs> yeah, right. That's that was the joke about that was that you you missed the you missed, uh, you misread the name. <laughs> well, I misremembered the name. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, so... <sighs> Maybe in your head canon, I'd accept that. But yes. Not, like, it would need a little bit more, like... It would need some, some editing in order to make that tie to this. Yeah, well, it would add a supernatural twist to it. Yeah, and that... Uh, well, and actually, that's going to be something I'm going to ask at the end of... Once we're done all our thoughts on the story as, as it is. Um... Regarding the nature of using real-world stuff for creepypastas. But, um, yeah, sorry. So, basically, if it's a sequel, then whatever was in the grave got out. Dun-dun. But if it's a prequel, then potentially we get backstory of parents making a deal with a a devil of some kind to get a female child. Or, in the uh, cases of of Irish folklore, a changeling. Mm Mm-hmm. And the dad eventually snaps and kills the abomination. <laughs> As one would do. And it is actually still alive. Uh, mm-hmm. Then he snaps again as his own offspring. <laughs> and then uh, the picture in the post office still works because you're making a deal with the devil and you don't know where they get their children from. That's true. So, uh, supernatural. So, yeah, that's a supernatural one. It's like... <laughs> Or it's just a completely different story. Yeah, that's, 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 the, uh, that's the wonder of speculation uh-huh. and our discussion. Yeah, I, I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would like. I would prefer that to because sometimes, like, I really don't. Because I was. I remember reading this. and I was like, oh, this is really sad. Like, this is like super tragic. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, like I always find myself like when it comes to group pastas, I, I I prefer like I I love I, I do. There are some. <coughs> You shit, dude. Oh. It's coming out your nose. <laughs> Get them Kleenex. Where the hell the Kleenex? Shit. There's none in the sight. Uh. Shit. 
No. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Just grab TP. Just grab. Just grab uh, there should be a cleanup box in my room. Just go. Go. In my bathroom. Go. 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 Pouring one over the other yet? Okay. Or you were just saying it yeah, as, saying as, as it happens. Yeah. So like, um, like I prefer. I, I find I prefer when it comes to creepypasta. I prefer the, a supernatural. Um, Entity behind something, or like the supernatural element uh, for like the creepy story, or for the horror story aspect. Of yeah. It. Because like, I mean, as much as I, I do like, we have had a couple on the show that have been really good, and they've been like true crime or like real world grounded, uh, mundane horror, like yeah. a, a killer that's just a killer, or like uh, a kidnapper kind of thing. Like 1999 <laughs> was a good uh, prevailer of that because it was. Yeah, there wasn't... It started off like, is there something like, some kind of weird supernatural element? But then you realize that it wasn't. It was actually just this weird culty kind of guy uh, in a... Uh, just happened to have access to um, to some television network, or some, like, cable, or some, uh, some transceiver stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's how people were, like... He was, like, basically luring kids to his uh, TV studio, in quotes, um, in the backwoods of Caledon. And um, would actually just basically like sacrifice them to a bonfire. Oh, that's um, nice. And stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was uh, it was a creepy. It was a very like kind of real world darkness and skeevy horror mm-hmm. um, that I've literally tried. Like last night, I was trying to come up with the a, a word for it for like, uh, and the best I could come up with with the help of some people online is that it's like mundane horror or um, uh, natural horror versus like supernatural horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's stuff that could actually happen. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like that's the, and that's actually something I wanted to comment um, or ask you guys at some point uh, before we end the show today is our thoughts on the nature of true crime horror or like mm-hmm. true crime creepy like using like true crime or like real world mundane like horror like kidnapping a child or stalking or that kind of or serial killers or killers and stuff like that. For a creepypasta versus the supernatural element, yeah, or not using the supernatural element to uh, for your creepypasta, or using like the techno creepypasta, like um, having it be like something from the internet. Um, but um, if, but I'll, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll talk about that if after everybody's gotten like all their thoughts about the story as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Mike, do you have anything else to go? Um, well. I have to point out this run-on sentence that I started right. reading earlier. I was going to say, I was, I was <laughs> silently hoping you guys would get through this with no grammar Nazisms. And I was going to be like, yes, at the end, but no. It has to happen. It, it's because I had to read it, and then I noticed it, and now it has to be read again. All right, that thing that I pointed out, that yeah. I made... Oh, shit, yeah, so I caught it. It's your own fault. No! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Somebody started banging open the kitchen drawers, and then Daddy's feet stomped up the stairs, but I heard Mommy scream, don't you dare, and he stopped outside my room, then went back downstairs. I actually have that exact quote. I was like reading, I was like, yep, wow, that's that three lines of just no, no punctuation at all. There's Except no for the uh, "Don't you dare!" Oh no, wait. There's yeah. a, there's some punctuation like um, the sentence right before because I actually included yeah, the sentence yeah. before. But yeah, damn. Yep. Ouch. Yep. That was right. so. Separate that into a few sentences and be done with. Well, yeah. Like there's yeah. Like like stomp up the stairs. Period. Then continue right from there. Like somebody like somebody uh, started banging on the kitchen drawers. Period. No, that's way too short. Or, of a well, and they got kind of loud. Or or yeah, and they so got kind of loud. The, and then dad, or maybe, and then daddy, um, daddy's feet stomped up the stairs, period, period. Yeah. And it's like, however, 
just as he was about to get to my door or something like that, um, I heard mommy scream, don't you dare. Or, or, yeah. just, ha- or yeah. just have that start off with, don't you dare, mommy screamed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he stopped in, outside my room and went back downstairs. Were there, yeah. were there any typos throughout the whole thing? I didn't really Or just that one run on? Um, but I unfortunately pointed out. Well, you say that, but I mean, like that's kind of a point. Part I know, I know. I'm just joking. (laughs) I don't care. According to uh, Google, window seat is not one word. Okay, that's (laughs) you failed this game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's like the and then there's the please at the beginning, but that's that's to help child. Yeah, it's also but Google says it's wrong. It's a dialogue thing. Yeah, it's a dialogue thing. So it's forgiven. Yeah, because it's in quotes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not like that one story we did where like they were uh, talking. They were talking like a yokel, but in like without like as actual dialogue. It was actually the part of the story. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, if the narrator person is that kind of talky of a person, then he would, right? Because essentially you write the way that you talk. Mikey and Dr. Leviathan would have something to say against it. I personally like the flavor of that, but Mm -hmm. um, I can see also why it's... Why you'd rather have like like if it's not part of a conversation, why you would ha- wouldn't have that as a uh, like I like, be readable. Basically. I type yeah. and write the way I talk. Like I put yeah, in my A's. Yeah, I'm Canadian. I I say A when I'm asking a thing, so I'll write that as well. Okay. Do you not do that? No. How dare you? Why? Because <laughs> you're Canadian. Yeah, that's a, but I'm not like I don't have to uh, stick to a mold of a stereotype. It's not a stereotype. That's actually how I talk. Yeah, but... That's so I don't think about it. I just type it out. That's the, my thought. The thing thought. is, though, yeah, like, the thing is with that, like, yeah, you talk like that, and that's fine for a conversation, like, when you put that in quotes in the in dialogue, but writing, you want to make it as uh, easy to understand as possible when you're reading it. Oh, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm talking in regards to, like, texting someone. Oh, yeah, or I know. Something. That, okay, but if I'm writing a story... Okay, I'm sorry. Texting is so much yes. different than... Yes. Yeah, you're... you're I, I realize that halfway through this thing. <laughs> but yes, texting is one thing, but writing a story, yes. But if the character... Is texting somebody? I could... Uh, like, I'm fine with that as well. Oh, again, yeah, like, if, of, if the narrator who's saying it... Like, a lot of these creepypastas are like... It's like campfire stories. Kind of... Yeah. That kind of feel. So, if the narrator has that kind of dialect, he would be reciting the story in that dialect, right? Yes. And... Yes. Double yes. Because, well, I agree, and I've I've certainly read stories, like, not just creepypastas, but I've read, like, fiction that has used a, like, a drawl, like a southern drawl or uh, um, that kind of thing, because they're basically, it's uh, being done almost as, like, a letter to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, That works, but it's all about, like, how you're presenting your story. Mm -hmm. Uh, And usually when you're presenting a story, it's not always first person. And you generally do want to try and, like, make the story as understandable as possible, because otherwise, like, it, it's kind of a... You need to find a balance between the flavor of the of the set, yeah. or flavor of the story versus um, readability, basically. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying, like, it would like, be good to write it in English-English, as Austin Powers refers to it as, where him and his dad are just talking gibberish and their subtitles saying what they're actually saying. Yeah. But... <laughs> or Yokel, yeah. or, like, Southern, is like, um, where they just, like, have, like, weird spellings of words or like they actually do like y'all like y-a-l-l mm-hmm. I mean like we'd understand that but I mean it would get a little it would be you have to your brain has to work a little bit harder to read that or to translate it yeah it's basically all about whether or not you want the story to come across with that kind of theme behind it right so yeah. if it is then also, you do it. if not then whatever this is kind of 
a moot point with the story because the story. Wait, why did we even talk about the draw? I have no idea. Oh, because yeah. of the plea. Oh yeah, yeah, that's why it was from. <laughs> what? Also, also, I think, uh, also, <laughs> how did you actually, actually to also bring it to the story? Um, I do actually think that this work, this story, actually gets that balance right because the writing feels like a child is yes. talking to us. Yeah. About this. Because everything's vague and yeah. it's always mommy also, like, and daddy. Mommy and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it, 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 through that, like we get a very we kind of get uh, we can understand that the ch- the kid who the person who's uh, narrating the story is a like a five year old or is like a ten year old. Yeah, without mm-hmm. them saying the age, you get a rough age of them. Yeah, you get even it. though odds are in the like the theme of this story, this person writing it, I assume has grown up to yeah. write this down. Yeah, yeah. but they're still. Writing it down as they remembered it as a kid. Yeah. So what yeah. they thought in their head as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or like even be even more like out of out of story kind of thing. It's like it is probably a teen or like or like or like somebody an adult like a young adult reading or writing a story. Yeah. And trying to emulate a child, which is um, they do a pretty good job with it. Like mm-hmm. and without being like too um, either too um, like making it seem like it's straight up a young adult trying to trying to emulate it, while at the same time not being like simple enough that the story suffers for it. It doesn't seem like it's a pop up book that it, Exactly. You know, yeah, like it's not like <laughs> it's it, it like there's no there's no very little in terms of like like we like you like you mentioned earlier, there's no grammar Nazism in this story no. really, except for the one, one run on sentence and and a window seat. And window seat. <laughs> that's about it. But that's just Google. I don't care. Oh, and post office. There's not one word. Oh no. Oh shit. Anyway, um, yeah, but I, you gotta admit, Mikey, after all the ones we've done, three problems is not a bad well, idea. To, to be fair, two of them are quote-unquote problems. To be fair, we didn't actually ha- have these problems ready to go when we started. Exactly, sir. So that's so. a first. <laughs> yeah. So we, we're moving in the right direction, and it's all the Gamer in Yellow's fault. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. You, you, I mean... I'll give myself a round of applause. <laughs> if you hadn't pointed out that run-on sentence, yep. <laughs> we wouldn't be discussing it. So, is there anything else to say about the story uh, from either of you? Uh, like, do you actually have some, do you have more of I had something, but then the train went away. Oh, and, well uh, then. We can go try to find that train. I'll, I'll you try catch waste it. time for a minute. No, no, it, it's long gone. It's gone? You can't catch it? I, I tried. Not even on horseback? I tried. Oh, that's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're. Yeah. my comments are done. Okay, well, for me, I have a couple of problems with this. One being, it's kind of, I find it was too subtle. And everything like you had to go into the comments. Like yeah, like I said, figure like, that out we because were, no like, one got it. I, I kind of feel so, I, I felt really like it's like man, I'm stupid. I did not like. It's either we're stupid them. or it's meant to be super subtle. Yeah. So you have well, to read it, it a few times. Is, to get it. Like it's hidden there within the in the, yeah. the fact that it's a child talking to us about basically being part of a family that kidnaps kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, again, we don't know any facts. That's another thing. That's a possibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Mike had another possibility. And then there's the other one where some other dude suggested it was a dog. No one knows because everything is super vague. Yeah. Although... Yeah. Which can either be a good or bad thing. It, yeah, it is a good mm-hmm. or bad thing. Like, it's a bad thing in that, um, like, again, the, it, it doesn't straight up let you know... It doesn't... It, 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 yeah. The layman, like, the person that isn't, like, savvy to this kind of writing... Me. 
and me. Like, I didn't catch it immediately. Um, oh, well, you're supposed to be professional well, <laughs> it, it, To um, be fair, that's sort of a thing where it needed more clues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and the clues were there. It's just, the only clue we was all the... Knew that there, well, we all kind of figured something was up with the family, at least or two of us did, about the father being, like, the killer. Because, like, yeah. by the end. But, like, I didn't realize the extent with the revelation that everybody kept bringing up on the, in the comments. Um, also, I did notice that, like, the Reddit ones were more about that than the creepypasta.wiki folks. The creepypasta.wiki uh, folks either didn't mention it in their comments that uh, the revelation, um, maybe because of spoilers, but or like or just, they just kind maybe of they just like, oh, this it. is a creepy story. Like, oh, this is a really oh, ooh, this is really creepy. They just kind of comment on face value yeah. of what mm-hmm. the story says. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. how I like cause, and I think feel like that's almost how I was like reading cuz when I when I was reading it and taking my notes, I was like, "There's not a whole lot of notes to take aside from the fact that Dad's totally there's something up with his dad." Yeah, that's why when he called me, I'm like, "Should I even bother coming over? What am I going to say?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, but know. it is also a good thing because it does leave us to speculate. Like we've been at this probably for about forty plus minutes talking yeah. about the story and about what it means, and like we've been, I've been referencing commenters' uh, theories. It's the almost time. like this story was kind of designed for comments and Reddit. Yeah. Not for like the story itself. speculation, you know. It's for it fan ex- and then, expansion. And then it, again, like it, the comments lend themselves to the story because, like, when you read the comments, like, oh, like you get the twist, and there's a darker twist to it. Like, there's a darker turn on the story, even more than you thought. Well, what I would like to see is a sequel to cement one of the theories yeah. into that's yeah. what actually happened. Yeah, like maybe, um, and I maybe like I know the uh, the writer does have some other stories on Reddit, no sleep. But what if it was like, uh, yes. Mikey. Mikey over here is laughing. Mikey just idiot. like suddenly just like, <laughs> yeah. like just went like just went like his face just like lit up. <laughs> Have the same story, but from the dog's perspective. Or <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> I don't know if I can take that. No, if that was actually, if dog theory is the real one, but I, I really don't want the dog theory to be. Like, I've, uh, no, just inject the dog into the story. It's not a dog, but the dog's just there. They just have a dog. Yeah, nice. yeah they also have a dog. Or, I mean, more seriously, I also like a sequel. Be like basically an investigator, like investigating yeah. the missing person. Or yeah, the post yeah. office wor- worker who suddenly had like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, I should look, I should maybe look into that. They become the new main character. Yeah, all the cops yeah. like this. This person kind of like pointed at that, and then maybe the dad is going after them because they know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway, um, that's yeah. Like the, it, it, it's good and bad. Like I, I see like there there are definitely like problems with it, but at the same time, I think the way it's designed as a story. It does work, and it's also short enough that again, you read it and you're like, if you get that revelation, you're like, oh, this is dark. But, but if you don't, if you don't, you're like, it's uh, like meh. Yeah, no, well, yeah, there's a balance. That, like, you have to read comments for this. Yeah. You have to. That, well, or have, have some, to. or have. An, or, it, there's a very high chance you have to. Yeah. the The problem well, is there's not enough hints yeah. that seem relevant to the kidnapping theory. Until you go back looking at the story at from that, the kidnapper's yeah. eyes, yeah. like that it's kidnapping, and then you go, "Oh, the bars in the crib. Maybe it's like actual bars, actual bars, opposed or to the like, crib." Why would they lock the door? And, uh, like it's like unless they're doing horrible okay. things to that child in the bed. No, no. what? That's no. actually one thing that came up in the no. um, in the comments too. But locking the door is actually something that is good for parents to do. Oh, think of. All the kids that walked in on their parents having sex. Yeah, Locked no, door solves that problem. That's fair. 
And honestly, like I like again until somebody. I suppose, <laughs> but this is like. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, a lock on the inside doesn't necessarily stop someone. Does want a leaving. child that can't reach or understand doorknobs? That's true. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, um, like, yeah. yeah, like I, I do agree. Like there should be some kind of like maybe some extra like maybe some extra hints. At the same time, I'm. I do feel that the story works for for also like being kind of that one of those things where it's like bam, and then you're like, and then like we said, we're we're talking about it, we're discussing it afterward, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and just like the commenters like, do you guys, like, what do you think about this? Like, type right. it up, like, type it on your keyboard. Like, um, it's like I think I think this is a this is a kidnapping case, and then like mm-hmm. go on and like that, and like yeah. it went on for like for a hundred plus uh, yeah. comments, um, theorizing what was going on, discussing it. So in that regard, it's really good, but it's like. Again, if you don't catch it and you don't yeah. read comments, you're just going to be left. In it's going to be. It's going to be. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be dependent on um, how, how how quick you are to catch something. Like, yeah, like that something to miss and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. how you're going to catch on to the, the 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 actual plot that's going on in the story. Yeah, or how well you can read between lines is really yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So um, was that your was that your comment then on? Pretty much. It's like yeah. <laughs> okay. I also agree with you that supernatural is kind of. It's easier and, in my opinion, feels, kind of better uh, yeah, because uh, this is the way I see it. Okay. okay well, so let, before okay. you go, let's just actually go well, right in. Let's dive into this. Uh, our, our opinions okay. on like the nature of using real world um, horror, like mundane crime horror, for rather than supernatural horror in group bosses. Okay. Um, well, and we'll start off with you. Like, all right. Well, the mundane horror it's it's good because you can understand it because it's something that can actually happen where magical and mystical and all that stuff it's you hard can't to believe. always believe it it's it has yeah. to be portrayed really well for it to be believable but in the same regard i'm going to compare it to um would you rather play Forza Motorsport 7 or would you rather play Driving Simulator 2017 would you rather do something that is a fantasy to most people or do the mundane, boring thing. Yeah, and but I mean, there is a market for like simulators, like truck simulator and some of that. I don't know why, but that's because I don't. Really it, honestly, that. you know why? It's because they're shit, shittily made games that have really bad physics, so YouTubers play them and it looks ridiculous. That's part. But long story short, most people want to experience things that they can't experience yeah, normally. Like, yeah, it's like what, going to the arcade and like going getting into one of those like racing booths and just like, yeah. racing like oh, like uh, compared to getting in a, in a racing seat and it's like you must drive like <laughs> 80 kilometers yeah, on this exactly. road. It's like, it's, like, it's like in Grand Theft Auto and some of that nobody goes the speed limits on the No, cars. no one gives a shit. <laughs> the cops they don't care. Yeah. They'll and if you hit one person they immediately start shooting at you. Well, I mean which which they should, but I'm saying there's there's no there's like, no leniency. It's not like they're speeding. It's like they Pulling the sirens, oh, pull over! Yeah. No, yeah, it's, um, people want to kind of experience the things that they can't normally experience. Yeah, so but I mean, that's, that's easy that's, in that respect. It's easier to do supernatural compared to normal. Yeah, but I'm not saying normal can be done bad. It just has to be done extra well. Okay, for it to be yeah, like I, for me, um, I get. I, I think I prefer supernatural is because like as much as I when when I read a creepypasta, I definitely get more creeped out. From like real world stuff, I don't get as excited as I do when it comes to supernatural thing. But I definitely there there's 
So I get creep. I get the creep. The same like shock value that I get from from other creep bosses, but I also get like a sense of tragedy. Like gets I get sad more as well because it's more because real. it's more realistic and like oh it's a child being like murdered or a child being uh, kidnapped and you realize that and and it's something that can actually happen and like again I'm I don't, the opposite a little bit because I get more chill from something that I don't fully understand and something like you get more of a chill from that yeah because it's. Oh no, I, I do too, but I get a thrill of, of that rather. Like I get, ooh, I like this. Like, oh, this is creepy. Like, oh, this is cre- scary. Whereas when I'm reading, when I read this story, literally at the, by the end of the story, I was, or halfway through the story, I was like, oh, like I get like kind of a. It, it's between it's, ups. It's almost like supernatural. I get an upper, and mm-hmm. when I read a creep pasta oh, that's real world life stuff, this, a I kind of get a downer. Yeah, on it because it's something that like you realize can happen. Yeah. Um, versus the thrill of fantasy when it is a supernatural element, like a demon inside of a game cartridge trying yeah. to kill, uh, trying to stalk and hunt you down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of my thing. Is like I don't mind them. I I do enjoy them when I do read them, but I my mind switches gears when I realize it's more it's a mundane horror because yeah. there's something there's a it's a different tonal feel um, when it's when it's something like that and when there's no supernatural thing involved because when there's supernatural things involved. I'm a little bit more interested because of, I like the supernatural and I like those like ghosts and demons and boogeymen and whatever. But and I like to think I like to like look on those and like on the etymology of them. Like I want to know what makes them tick and stuff like that because they are the uh, the uh, they are the ultimate unknown. Yeah, because they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but with with when it comes to like ho- things like 1999 or um, we don't talk about Sarah. Uh, we've had other ones on the show. I. They're slipping my mind right now, but uh, ones they that use ones that, ones that use like stalkers or like killers that are just killers are like um, they're they are there's there's an element that I want to look into, but I don't want to look too hard because it's something that's a little too real. Yeah, and it's a little too skeevy. That's that's I always come up, I always come back to that. I always come back to like it's a skeevy kind of horror because it's kind of a gross like. This could actually happen to a poor child. Like it's uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's an uncomfortableness that I do sometimes get with creep with with ones that are supernatural, but there are, but it's a lot more ewy or like skeevy and uncomfortable. Yeah. When you're talking about something that can actually happen to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey, you've been awfully contemplative there. Yeah. Well. I like things rooted in reality. Yeah. No. And, uh, as yeah. long as it has that aspect. Uh, and make sense. But do you like, like it when it goes to full nine yards, where it's like fully grounded, <laughs> like there's no supernatural element? Um, it, yes, because in some cases you end up with a better story. Mm-hmm. I think I've commented on another story at one point, saying, "Well, if this is what happened, that and it became more rooted in reality, da 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 da, <clears throat> it made the story better." Yeah. And it, it is also, like, a difference between, like, like people find, like, we have a friend um, that has commented multiple times when we do, like, gaming and stuff, that he prefers, uh, if it's going to be a horror game, that it is a human horror. Or, like, he's more, he's more freaked, creeped out by the fact, if the person, if the monster is a human being, than if it's a god creature, or, like, some kind of, like, yeah, eldritch spirit of some kind. Because yeah. that's, that's not real. Whereas he's more terrified of what the human mind is capable of. Yeah. Versus Which is what an elder god can do. Rather terrifying when you oh, actually yeah, no, think like, about I it. I mean, like, look, like, again, like, there's a... And it certainly interests a lot of people because, like, look at all the true crime, like, mm-hmm. stories out there, all the, uh, the, the horror, the crime horror stuff that exists, like, 
that are based off of like real accounts or they're extrapolated or inspired from like actual things that have happened. All the, all the murder porn shows, basically. Yeah. As South Park calls them. Yeah, so like, yeah, like CIS, or yeah. CSI or NCIS or Criminal Minds. Mm-hmm. Like Criminal Minds is a good example. Like my, my sisters, when they were younger, would would like binge watch that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they loved, like, they, they were into, like, the creepy forensic horror, like, element of it. Learning how um, to dispose of a body, if need be. <laughs> um, Even if I couldn't kill your mother, there's no way I could get away with it. Jeez. <laughs> it's a Randy quote. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's, so, you're, you're more, you're more of the opinion that, like, you're, you're, you're you favor the, uh, you kind of, or, wow. do you favor it, or do you... Do you enjoy it more or less than, like, like say a super like even though the story has grounded uh, elements like like it's yeah. based in reality and stuff, but there is a supernatural power behind it. Well, I also like the supernatural side. Yeah, as long as it's not the author being written into a corner and they're saying, "Oh, it's totally ghost guys" or something like that yeah, at the like end. It, like there like, has to be more of an explanation. It has to be something that's going on throughout the story that you don't necessarily catch on until the end and then you go oh man yeah like or you know for a fact it's supernatural from the beginning or there's or, like, as the story goes like the investigation is there's hints in even like 10 smaller small hints that something supernatural is going on and at the very end it's revealed that's a supernatural element yeah. over mm-hmm. this killer um i i do get that because for me um a lot of a lot of stories or movies that take place in insane asylums mm-hmm. that where like people are hallucinating and some of that I find I'm actually kind of dragged down when I find it when, when it's revealed that it was all in somebody's head and mm-hmm. it was like basically all like a mundane like psychosis of some kind mm-hmm. because I prefer like when, when I first heard about Shutter Island the Leonardo DiCaprio movie I was like, oh man, this could be something like, like, like oh, the trailer like made it out to be like there's something supernatural. And then when you re- watch the movie, spoilers, it turns out that he was actually a patient in the, in the place the whole time or something like something along those lines. And it, or like um, there's a movie uh, called so, like War. in his head he's attacking a dragon, but he's just like hitting a fan on the ceiling. Or no, like it's more like like um, he's inve- he he thought he was investigating when it really turned out he was like and there was some weird like supernatural elements supposedly going on. But turned out it was all him in his head. Or, or another one is John Carpenter's uh, one of John Carpenter's uh, latest movies, The Ward, which is about a bunch of girls in a um, in an insane asylum, and one of them is a ghost that's haunting and killing all of them. And then at the end, again spoilers, so don't like maybe jump up about five minutes or so. Um, you find out at the end of that movie that all the girls that were in the movie are are different personalities of the one girl, and the ghost is just an invas is just one is the uh, the one personality that's killing me off the other personalities. Oh, okay. Um, and I was like, I mean, that's kind of cool, but at the same time, I really wish it had been a ghost mm-hmm. trying to kill these mental patients. Yeah. Like, I feel and, like and that's that the other would thing, be like, a, I said before, a it's creepier like... thing if it's actually there's something supernatural like at work here rather yeah. than... Because, I don't know, it's almost like I kind of feel shitty uh, like after I've read a story that's like, or turned out it was actually just something supernatural and people are just shitty. Because mm-hmm. I don't like reading, sh- like, I don't like feeling shitty about, like, the human race. Yeah. And maybe that's just because I'm I'm kind of more of an optimistic person uh, about, like, humanity, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, 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 per- I like to have the... I also think that, like, with the supernatural, you can have, like, uh, you can 
do a commentary on like the human condition and human horror while still using the supernatural as a kind of a buffeting filter for mm-hmm. that actual horror because sometimes that horror is really depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's thing I think I brought up earlier when I was like, I gotta get depressed or I get sad from reading some stories because it turns out there was actually human filth mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. But uh, whereas if it's a supernatural thing, there's a little bit of a buffet of fantasy to it that I just like, okay. Like, it's like, oh, it's a demon. Okay. Yeah, or it's, yeah, yeah, some yeah. Demon, it's understandable. Like, a demon possessed this guy. Or it turns out the, 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 the killer is actually a ghost creature that's like mm-hmm. that hunts people, like like Jason yeah. versus Michael Myers, which Michael Myers, I mean, you still think that there's, there's still kind of like some kind of a supernatural element or extraordinary element there because... Because he doesn't die. He's, well, he's um, there like... In the second one, in the second movie, they hint at it, and then in the in the rest of the series, they kind of just go full horn, Gonzo with it. Is that he is um, like powered by the evil spirit, the evil of Samhain, which is like a Celtic god or a Celtic uh, thing. Yeah. So there is some kind of like element there, and I mean, even as like a as an evil killer, like again, he's fantastical in the way he like he acts and moves and stuff like that because mm. he's just. He's not human anymore. You but, know, it's comparing Jason Voorhees to uh, The Shining. Actually, I believe I think it's called The Shining. The um, the one where Jack Nicholson freaking no, because that's a huge like yes, that's psychological horror. That's also psychological horror through supernatural elements as well. There are literally ghosts driving him mad in that story. Has it been that is, long since I've seen that? Also, apparently I thought he was just going going. No, 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 no. There is actually like something like supernatural, like especially in the book. If you read Stephen King's original right. novel, um, like there's like apparently some kind of weird manta ray, like extra dimensional thing, like overshadowing the the hotel, and that's what. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah like it's a, that's psychological horror that like uh, and that has, but that also the, that one's actually kind of a bad example because it does blend in supernatural with. Yeah, I didn't know. So I thought it'd yeah. be a good example. I mean, yeah, because you and also. Like it also had like psychic powers because of the shinning. Because <laughs> the what? The shinning. <laughs> you don't want to call. You don't want to say the shinning because it's copyright. <laughs> okay. Quiet. You want to be sued? <laughs> it's a Simpsons joke. Okay. They, do, they do the sh- they do a uh, they do a, a parody, parody of called it, the, like shinning. the shinning. <laughs> okay. Um, so you 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 reference South Park. I can reference Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. South Park did a, did a thing with that. Anyway. Um, but yeah, like uh, like. I'm actually literally trying to think of like another slasher that's just a mundane character. Where it's not a super powerful oh, guy. you know what? No, that one doesn't really work. It kind of works. Voorhees versus the Scream against uh, uh, Ghostface from Scream. Is he just a dude? The entire series is just, it's a killer. It's just a bunch of like uh, luna, lu, uh, lunatics that uh, want to kill, uh, that want to be famous. And they just keep donning the same mask? Yeah. Yeah, the first one it's literally like a bunch of idiot uh, high schoolers who want to be famous, like famous killers. So they don the, the Ghostface mask from the movie and start killing people around their um, their uh, okay then yeah okay those are just dudes versus Voorhees and like it's basically like the difference between um, like Jason Voorhees and Scooby Doo villains where it turns out nothing is ever supernatural <laughs> they just always pull up yeah but they they at least put up the facade of something supernatural where they're not just a that's dude what I, that's what I was explaining with the uh, the um, with, with why I don't overly like some, a lot of the uh, like asylum movies and okay. I mean like like where somebody is like in a, in a asylum mm-hmm. or investigating one is that it always seemed to end up that they were just a, a mental patient in that war in that asylum to begin with and so, nothing was supernatural just all in their hands so out of those three types Jason Voorhees Scooby-Doo villain and uh, Ghostface Man which one do you find the most appealing Honestly, Voorhees. Me too. Um, actually, it's funny because I like Vor- learning about the unknown and seeing shit that can't happen. Exactly. Yeah, like literally, Voorhees. I think 
episode, or movie four or five, he gets zapped by uh, he he's a corpse in the ground. And he gets zapped by electri- by lightning and is, becomes a zombie. Yes, for the rest of the series, like. <laughs> Wait, for four movies, he was technically still alive well, the for, entire time. For three movies, because in the first movie, he wasn't the killer. Right, that's true, yeah. <laughs> and actually, that was, like, that's actually another thing. Is like, because in the first movie, it's a, it's a mundane killer, too, actually, if you think about it. Yeah. Except that she is she she's kind of hearing her son in her head sometimes, but we're, that's, that could also just be, like, psychosis. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Wow, we are getting out of a tangent, but that's that's kind of the. the, the oh, what we're talking about? We're just discussing like, our, our yeah. opinions of, yeah. of like using uh, like true crime or like real world horror mm-hmm. versus like adding a, a sense of supernatural element to your yeah. creepypasta story or horror story in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess a really bottom line is that like I don't mind them. I just I, I realize that I get kind of down. Yeah. Like a downer like feel or like a I kind of get sad when I read real world horror more mm-hmm. than get excited for reading horror stories that have like a supernatural yeah and Mikey you're kind of quiet yeah <laughs> uh, anything to add anything else to add yeah that's what I, yeah. well you know my opinion of I like supernatural as long as it doesn't involve technology yeah <laughs> so but I mean, that's not what we're talking about here. No, like, it's, it's no. More like, what, what, what are right. your thoughts on like, like, and you did yeah. kind of, you did say it, but like, what, like, at the end of the day, like, like, would at you, the end of the to, day, if you, were, if you had to read like a, a one that was um, a that you knew was going to have a real world element to it versus a supernatural element or a supernatural one, okay, or bringing one that it was back, and, and they were both re- they were both written just as well, bringing it back <laughs> to the story. Okay, yes, this week. <laughs> uh... When I added a supernatural element to it, I enjoyed it more. Yeah. The whole Shannon O'Bannon and mm-hmm. all that, I got a chuckle out of that. But uh, when it actually reading it and was like, well, it's probably the toy that did the deed type thing. Yeah. It See, that's does because I did not, like, I don't think anybody really brought that up in the comments. So, like, that's an interesting, like, again, it's another point of view of, like, or another, like, theory as to what happened. Yeah. That hasn't been brought up as far as I can tell. So. And that's another mm-hmm. good or bad thing about this, the, yeah. the vagueness of it. It's yeah, yeah. It's it, good because it gets like, people talking, but then like you don't know. With this kind of story, it's all, with these, with the shortness of the story and with like the kind of like vagueers we get in the story, it's kind of always a balancing act mm-hmm. on the reader. Yeah. So, yeah, the supernatural, I can see it. And in this one, it's also real life, something happening to yeah. that child. It's possible, but it also makes it go, like supernatural is, to me, like it makes safety, it better. It's almost like a safety blanket, to a degree, for, yeah, like, for the it, mind, too. Yeah, because it makes it better because it's like, oh, that's not going to happen to exactly, my child. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that, and I think that's yeah. the other thing, like, yeah, because, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, because what I also, another thing when I read, like, these kind of stories, is like, oh, this, the, the plot thickens and gets a lot darker. And, like, I do get, like, an interest in it, mm-hmm. but it's also like, oh... <laughs> That poor yeah. kid, because like, I, I empathize with the with, with the victim. Also, the other thing I'd almost suggest that, like, because it's through the eyes of a child, no child is actually going to be reading this. No, obviously so not, yeah. it would, me personally, I would almost get more invested in it if it was an adult. That we're, shit's we're happening too, because yeah, that's you could start, okay, get that, invested in it more. That was literally what I was trying to bring up when I said about the. Well, I, I'd like this to be like expanded on with an investigation. Is that? But it, I did. I guess I didn't also it, like this. The, your your thick comment there works because if this had been like somebody recalling something, you know what? This is also this is like pen pal. Very pen pal was a very. It was another one of those like real world like horror kind of like stalker thing going on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. um, 
Again, sorry, I believe you. No, that's fine, that's fine. But it's a similar kind of situation where, like, the care and, and like this that's kind of how I, I guess this story could be improved um, than it already is mm-hmm. uh, is to have it basically be told from the kid's point of view when he's a, when they're an adult recalling these events that happened when they were younger well, the um, thing too or is, maybe they if it's it, maybe too they... far back you can only remember it very vaguely yeah and actually to, mm-hmm. to quote Mikey uh, from previous uh, conversations false memories are a thing yes mm-hmm. so but maybe they're trying to reconstruct the memories to make them less false by going into an investigation would be an interesting, like, addition to the story or, diff- or maybe a, like a sequel to the story. Like, maybe keep the story as it is and then do a sequel where they are older and they realize they're older and they've read this story as a, almost like a journal that they, they kept mm-hmm. from, like, back when the day. I was like, what the fuck? And then they have to basically... And then we get, like, a, kind of a, a cool, like, horror mystery going on. Yeah. Um, like, the parents went into hiding... Or like whatever apparent, reason, or, or it turns out like apparently it was all she just was covered, it was all just covered, or it was all just covered up. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. nobody ever talked about Sarah, so she just vanished. Like nobody ever found out that the parents were behind it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um, until like much later in her child, in her adult life, or yeah. in their mm-hmm. adult life. Yeah. So um, I guess bottom line, I think we should do recommendations now. Yeah. So I reco- I recommend this one still because. It's going to be up in the air. Like, like you may. Well, if you re- if you listen to us like rant for however long we've been doing this, you're. It's kind of spoiled the entire thing. But like, if you read it, like you will get like kind of a. That I feel like you still get that dark chill of it. Or if you listen to like one of the readings of it online, um, they'll probably have some like theatrics to it or some like some audio cues and stuff is to it, make it a little bit creepier. Is it really any different this episode compared to all other episodes? No, of course not. You and talk I, about the entire thing. Well, it's also why, it's also why I also uh, like mentioned at the beginning of the show to. Uh, to either here, like a link, or like here, you can go check it out at creepypasta. Read slash listen, and then exactly, yeah. Um, hear what we had to say about it, yeah. So yeah, if you're if you're going to recommend this to somebody or whatever, if you want to read it yourself, um, I would recommend it for uh, because it is kind of just a, uh, once you read it, and if you get that that revelation at the end, it does kind of sink in as like ooh, like this kind of has a darker, deeper, creeper, chilled factor to it for me anyway. The only way I wouldn't recommend it is if you're not really into like, real-world skeevy horror, mundane horror. If you want more of a supernatural element, it's not for you. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, that's fair. Mikey. Alright, so, step one, read Sarah O'Bannon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best way to experience this story? Yes. Okay. Uh, step two, read this, and then go, oh yeah, th- that kind of works, because the only names dropped are Sarah and Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> Which made me laugh so much. (laughs) Anyway, so that will potentially give you more of a supernatural vibe to this story, which, as I believe, makes it better. Yeah. Um, So I guess that's a recommendation. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a so as a tie-in to that other story, <laughs> you're recommending it to something that's completely different from an anonymous author. Yes, <laughs> so it could be the same person, guys. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah, like uh, yeah. Best continue. Yeah. So, so basically, um, you recommend it because, uh, tangentially. Well, yeah. and the if you think. Uh, if you think kidnapping, when you start reading, you catch the clue. Yeah. Uh, but then if you also think, oh, well, the character, the child died, it's left open of, well, was it the dad? Was it the toy? 
yeah. multiple angles, like what happened, you don't know because the, the protagonist was at school. Yeah. Uh, so it's a murder mystery in that regard, uh, but you also get angry parents. So that's my take on it. Okay. So, so was that a recommendation then? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> I've already I recommended think you said it. The word recommendation. <laughs> All right. And then Gamer and Yellow? Um. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm more into having some sort of supernaturalness to it. So personally, like, I didn't enjoy reading it. But that's because I'm an idiot and I didn't pick up on it. So if you enjoy the. The nut, like the very grounded shit. I'd recommend it, but you have to read it. You have to read the comments. You have to read Reddit. Pick your favorite theory and then reread it. That's the best way to enjoy it, honestly, yeah. from what I see. But as someone who doesn't, who wants kind of something kind of mystical to it, just to, for some flavor, I'm not going to recommend it. But after the comments, it's it works. It's just I didn't like having to. It's not your cup of tea. I, I want to read the story and understand it. Yeah. I don't want to have to do research. Yeah. You, That's you, me. You want to have all the pertinent information in the story. Yes. So that you can enjoy the story. Yeah, like I would have wanted one or two clues early on that there's a child missing. Yeah. Like have a cop come to the, come to the door or knock, knock. Yeah, like there's a kid yeah. missing. Have you seen this kid? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Something like, other than just yeah, at the Danny, end. Like that's that's our the, that's Sarah's. Shut the. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> it's like no. <laughs> or like well, that. even like yeah, like at the and end that was fine. Went away. But <laughs> like kind of, the, yeah. the kid would be upstairs, so yeah, it would be fine. But yeah, yeah I, there just needs to be more. Yeah, there's a little bit. Yeah, and that's actually another thing. Like the the vagaries. Uh, that there is some missing content again because it's through the eyes of a child, so they don't have all the information. Yes, uh, it's like the um, the un. Uh, the uh, unreliable observer mm-hmm. uh, is of narrative, which is what this is about. Um, yeah, it, it's if you don't think about it and just read it, it's like, oh, that was kind of creepy. If you think on it a little bit more, you need to, you, you want to look more into it, and you read the red comments and stuff of like that. And I feel like that's actually part of the experience of the story is that you want to learn more, so you check out what everybody else is talking about. Yeah, because it does invite you to like speculate what the hell has happening. And, but the way I'm seeing it, but, it's a short story, so you figure it'd be, there's the story done, okay, but it's short, and then you have to do research in a couple of different sources, and then read it again. I for the story. Like, I, f- I think, like, like checking out the comments is just as good, is, is actually part of the, the experience of the story. But I almost think, like, they should have went on more with it to justify the amount of extra research you're doing to enjoy all that work, you know? Like, it's too short. The base problem, which we've already talked about, is that the clues, there's not enough of them yeah. in the story itself. Like, well, even, at, Sorry. even at the end, where you sort of get the bit of revelation with the post office, that's still not enough to solidify the, oh, that's what happened type thing, because of the whole fact that, as most people reading that, like, oh, yeah. they're just... Seeing that poster, being like, oh, that's someone else, when it actually isn't, type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, it's remembering someone who looks similar, type thing. Yeah. Like, if the mother was going into the post office, and the mother noticed it, and made a point to keep the kid away from looking at it, like, throughout the that entire time, and then the kid that. wandered over there, it's like, shit, get over here. Like, trying to actually hide, then you know there's something nefarious going on. Yeah. But I, I it was too subtle. I, I don't know. I think that's that's also like that is kind of shown in like how flustered and like how worried and angry and kind of like upset she got when she kept bringing that up mm-hmm. and how like she like would just start like slapped her her daughter and was like no that's not the the, the well, Sarah. 
And you also have to think about the the emotional state of mind of the parents. Yeah. If they had a child and said child died. Yeah. They would be then grieving. Like, uh, they'd be grieving and then also having their alive child say, oh, that's so-and-so. I was like, no, it isn't. Yeah. And then, and then just, we don't need constant reminders. We don't need constant yeah. reminders of... Yeah, your yeah, that's true. Sister, sister, that we aren't really putting into account. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it could be that like they aren't actually, they didn't actually murder anybody or anything like that. It's just the kid died for some reason because of complications or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, parents do grieve different ways. Like, like there, there is no set way a parent grieves for the, the death of their child. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like sometimes they take it well. Sometimes it, they mm-hmm. never get over it. Sometimes they're able to like get past it and accept it. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're never able to. So it's like, again, like there's. I will say about this story, the, the one, another thing, good thing about the story is, like, we, I did not expect us to have this much of a discussion on this story. Yeah, I thought I'd be just like, have, what, what do we have to talk about? Yeah, I figured we'd have, like, some, like, comments of, from, from each person, and then, mm-hmm. like, I was going to bring up the, uh, the nature of using crime, like, real crime well, stuff in, in horror stories. You also knew the zinger of all the comments, and we didn't. That's so true. Yeah. You, um, you kind of probably had a little bit more of an idea than us. Well, I, I actually kind of figured this. that, my, like, while, we were, while I was doing my research, I was like, oh, I'm doing a lot of research for this. I mean, Mikey's probably also doing some, like, a lot of research for this, because he usually ends up looking things, uh, like, looking things up. I also thought you were going to bring up the Shannon. And, uh, the missing Shannon character, or, or not character, the missing Shannon person um, in uh, Thorntown uh, as well, or you're going to bring it up, but apparently not. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, will probably do absolutely no research because <laughs> he'll read it five minutes before yeah. coming over. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, I do think like the. Uh, I do, I do think the story is actually worth reading in that it will invoke, like, a discussion on, like, if you have you and your friends read it, um, it will invoke a similar discussion or a similar... It, it might do a similar discussion. It might just be, all right, well, that was weird and that was pointless. <laughs> like, some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, or it might actually... What, what happened here? Like, what's going on in the story? Yeah. Uh, and then, again, it, it asks... It, it either forces you or it um, kind of invites you to uh, to talk about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I think that as a story, like as a narrative, as a kind of a, it, it, for the, the, the premise of, a, of an idea or a concept, it, it succeeds in that because it gets in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah, like, uh, like if, you don't, if you're not into like real crime kind of horror stories, this one's probably not for you. But if you do, if you don't mind those or if you like those, um, this is probably going to be entertaining for you. So, yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's it for for this week. So if you like what you heard, if you lasted this long, um, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Kiwi Six, Facebook, YouTube, Tumblr. Uh, we're on iTunes, so leave us a rating and review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, you can check us on uh, Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for Evil. I'm at Review Cultist, and Gamer in Yellow is on Xbox Live. At the Gamer in Yellow without the W because Xbox hates him. Microsoft hates me. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, you can check out, uh, or you can uh, also leave us an uh, email at aldenteriggermortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com, where you can also leave a suggestion for other creepy passages you'd like us to discuss on the show. Or, hey, if you're the author of the story and you're like, yeah, uh, you have some comments about us, let us know uh, your thoughts on our thoughts. <laughs> um, and uh, if you'd like to check out the title cards for each episode... You can check them out on crazonstudios.tumblr.com or on the YouTube channel at Al Dante Rigor Mortis. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, go to 
Authentic Rigor Mortis on Patreon. And uh, select the tier of backing you'd like to support us at. We have tiers for extra content, behind-the-scenes stuff, and early access episodes. Uh, For our patrons that are already supporting the show, thank you for keeping the lights on and for supporting our show. Um, It means a lot. So, until next time, I've been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs> you don't have like an expert recording set up here? <laughs> what, what kind of operations do you think I'm running here? Well, I thought a professional one, but I guess not. I mean, the, the equipment's professional, but we are not. <laughs> K! <laughs> These are all like letters. I didn't know you thought that way. <laughs>